Hello, and welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 43, Tangled. Hello, Kristen. Hello, David. Hello, Hallie. (laughs) (laughs) Bonjour. (laughs) I was drinking my tea, I'm sorry, fam. Oh, no, guten Abend. Aren't they in Germany? In, like, they might be. Guten Abend! It's like lightly German-inspired, I think. The movie you're about to, you're about to summarize. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it is loosely based on the fairy tale Rapunzel. Which is... is By the Brothers Grimm. From the Brothers Grimm. Not by them. They just went around collecting stuff. I I took a fairy tale course in... uh, There's a fairy tale course? In grad school. That's that's why you gotta go to grad school. I need someone to pay for me to go to grad school. If you go for creative writing, they will pay you. Hmm. You just gotta, you gotta bang out some stories. Some bang them right out. I haven't done yeah. that since I was a youth. Yeah. Well, Fan fiction days. God. Gotta, <laughs> gotta get back into it. So you can take fairy tale courses and learn all about the Brothers Grimm. Who collected stories. Who collected stories. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Just, I don't know, the idea of, like, not since fan fiction. <laughs> I touched a quill. War sirens in the background. <laughs> Continue. Tangled is a 2010 American 3D computer animated musical adventure film. It is the 50th Disney animated feature film. Number 50. It stars Mandy Moore, Zachary Levi, Levi, Levy, Levi, Levi, and Donna Murphy. Tangled was a box office success, grossing $592 million, becoming the eighth highest grossing film of 2010. Was Inception number one? I didn't look up number one. But it's good that it made so much money because with its $260 million budget, it ties... 2019's Lion King remake as the most expensive animated film ever made, and is number 12 on the list of most expensive films of all time, period. Wow. Actually number 9, adjusted for inflation. Ooh, I didn't know that. In the top 10. That's a lot. Is it because of our hair? Yeah, mostly because of the hair. That's right. Apparently it took like 6 years to produce it, which feels like a really long time. Because they wanted it to look, you know, like, flowy and good and not very, like, stiff. I meant the movie, not, like, the hair. No, the like, hair. <laughs> um, is it Brave? That's one that they took, like, years working mm-hmm. on the stuff for The hair, hair was, like, one of the technical accomplishments. Yeah. Akin to... And they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, Tangled was nominated for a number of awards, including Best Original Song for I See the Light at the Academy Awards which it lost to Toy Story 3's We Belong Together. Though, I See the Light did win a Grammy. Oh, it did? Good for it. It did win a Grammy. Inception was number six. What was number one? Toy Story 3. (laughs) There you go. In case it's been a while since you've seen it, Tangled is the story of Princess Rapunzel, who is stolen away from the castle as a baby by an evil woman named Mother Gothel, who uses the girl's long, magical hair to stay young forever. Mother Gothel forbids Rapunzel from going out into the world, even if she gets older and wants to see the floating lanterns that get sent up from the castle every year on the stolen princess's birthday. 
Meanwhile, average-looking thief Flynn Rider steals a crown from the castle, and in his getaway from Lawhorse Maximus, scales Rapunzel's tower, seeking to hide out there. But Rapunzel whacks him with a frying pan, and when he regains consciousness, she bargains with him to take her to the palace to see the floating lights for herself. The thief still has plenty of people after him, though, and Mother Gothel is on their trail, too. A feisty chameleon companion, a hook-handed pianist, and a braid that has to weigh like 70 pounds, Tangled. It actually weighs 60 to 80 pounds. I looked it up. Wow, so you were right in the middle there. I was right in the middle. Was that? Did you write that after you looked it no, up? No, I wrote, wrote that before, and then I was like, I bet somebody on the internet <laughs> has, has figured out how much her hair weighs. It's 70 feet long, according to Kevin. That's pretty long. Fairly long. Yeah. So, do we talk about the personality quiz that we all definitely took? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> did you take it? I did. Great. I am flummoxed by my <laughs> I do not... I can think of one answer that got me this person... And that's it. Other than that, I have no clue who it is. Do you have any guesses? If you're flummoxed, did you get like... Did you get Mother Gothel? What's your guess? The piano player with the hook. Yes! (laughs) God damn it! picture that they have for him when he's with Flynn, like, preparing him to be launched off that I like thing. that it says your hook hand thug. Your hook hand thug. <laughs> I misread it as hook and thug and was like, oh, I'm two characters. <laughs> and I was not. And it says, a bit mysterious. You actually have a big heart and just want everyone to accomplish their dreams. You're probably really good at or love music. I did play several instruments. Did I play them well? Up for debate. But I have played them. I do like music. Yeah. So, I just don't... The (laughs) one answer that I think could have led me there was that I said my favorite song was I Have a Dream. That was enough. Apparently, that was enough. (laughs) I I need to take it again so that I can (laughs) analyze my results. I said I wanted to live in an apple orchard. (laughs) And this is what I got. (laughs) That's part of his dream we never knew, I guess. To live in an apple orchard. I should note that this week's quiz is an official Disney.com quiz. From Oh My Disney. Oh My Disney. Oh My Disney. So, we had to go with that one. There was a BuzzFeed one that also looked pretty good. But I wonder if I would have gotten hook and thug again. <laughs> Who did you get, Howie? I got Rapunzel. You're incredibly sweet and kind, and everyone loves to be around you. <laughs> you can get a little, stop looking at me like that. You can get a little too excited about life, but it's an endearing quality. You probably also bake a great batch of cookies and are generally perfect. Those are the words. Those are the words. I am generally perfect, because I'm Rapunzel. You guys think it's inaccurate <laughs> when I get best? Yes. This is inaccurate. <laughs> None of this is an, is an oversimplification or overstatement of my good qualities. You have none. I have so many. 
Rapunzel's one of my favorites, and therefore it cannot be you, so stop. I don't agree with it, and that's not just me being biased. That's me knowing that Hallie is garbage. (laughs) This is an official Disney quiz. Left or right, Disney. (laughs) They'd be like, hey, your quiz fuckings. First the apple orchard led to the hook hand thug, and now this. David, who did you get? Did you get your favorite Flynn Rider? Did you get him? Did you get him? Please tell us. You got him. I got Pascal, the chameleon. (laughs) (laughs) You're loyal and would do anything for your friends. Also, you're just adorable and you have the best reactions to every situation. Like murder. Like murder. Yeah. I'm happy with that. <laughs> that's, that's, Pascal is a good result. I'll take the chameleon friend. Yeah. Pascal's cool. Disappointed you didn't get your favorite character, though. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun to saddle you with that one. It's fine. Anyway. I think I won the personality quiz this time. But if it's not correct, did you really win it? <laughs> it's correct. It's not. It's not. I think I, I won the personality quiz. Pascal was a really good result. Though. I think I Pascal won the personality <laughs> quiz. I went on to be the most famous concert pianist in the world. So my homeboy Flynn Ryder says. So it's legit. Why are you laughing at that? I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about Flynn Rider. Let's just yeah. jump right into that. Just, just go jump straight into, into Flynn it. Rider. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to talk about seeing it for the first time. Oh, I guess you can do that. Do that and then straight into Flynn Rider. Okay. I'd say this one is probably about... It's like high six or seven-ish. I really loved Maximus and Pascal, who in my research I discovered were universally beloved. Even the critics who didn't like the rest of the movie tended to enjoy the two animal companions. Like, a lot of critics thought Flynn and Rapunzel were both pretty bland. One of them comparing them to cream of wheat. One of them comparing them to cream of wheat? Yeah. Like, they're both cream of wheat? As, as characters and a couple. Cream of wheat. I was not that harsh on them. But, like, I thought they, I thought they were, like, fairly charming. They had their charms. And their smarms. Continue. But I was still a lot more all about the horse and the chameleon. I don't know. I thought the movie was like really beautiful to look at. There's like the scene with the lanterns that get lit up at the castle and then released into the air. That's really great. The tower is great. All of Rapunzel's paintings and everything. Flynn Rider. I thought he was kind of whatever. He's just some dude with a bad goatee. His goatee looks like the facial hair you grow when you're a 15-year-old boy trying out a beard for the first time. I had that goatee in high school. It was not a good look. Okay, but just because you had a goatee and it didn't work doesn't mean that it doesn't work for Flynn Rider. For Flynn Rider. Yeah, but it doesn't. You were also... But it does. It does No, like, I know that we've told you this because we, because, because we knew that David felt this way about Flynn Rider listeners and we're just like... We had to yell. 
we're him. still we're still a little bit shell shocked. But they put they they just like put a bunch of women in a room and we're like, and it's so evident that man. Every single woman who sees this movie is like, oh my god, Flynn Rider, yeah, Eugene Fitzherbert, yes. Ooh. It is it is incomprehensible to me that you think that I mean critic critics always think things are average whatever That's critics true. yeah whatever especially but like, Disney things yeah. they love to write them off which love is why it. I am surprised that they like the animal companions yeah, so much they, because that seems like in a critics review of a Disney movie one of the first things that they're gonna be like this was unnecessary and dumb yeah I so I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I'm happy about it yeah because they're great but so great. I do think that this movie has some of the strongest animal companions they do uh, but like, but back to Flynn Rider, man. Like, okay. I don't. Not only I, he's he's like he's not not attractive. He's like average looking thief. More than average looking. <laughs> but he's also like kind of smarmy. According to the internet, he's twenty five, and he comes to in this seventeen year old girl's living room. Eighteen. 17. Because she hasn't had her birthday okay. yet. Okay, well, she's, but she's basically 18. Oh, I'm defending that. I don't know why they made the <laughs> I age difference so big. Right? Like, I guess I can see the 18th birthday because they still want her to be young enough to appeal to children. Like, because if they say like 21, six year olds are going to be like, ew, she's old. And, like, I think we need to be pushing the ages of all of our female protagonists. But 16, 17 is like the magic fairy yeah. tale princess age. So, like, fine, whatever. But I, they could have made him like 22 or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't quite know why he's that old. And it's weird because. He could just be a teenager. I mean, that. He could have just been like. He doesn't seem like he's. 25. I, I know. So I, I, and it's never stated in the movie that he's that age or no. anything to indicate he's significantly older than her. No. So I don't know why that's the official Disney canon that is widely, like it's somewhere. I don't know why that's like their story, their official thing. They're the couple with like the largest age gap. And like, I, I don't like it. I mean, that age gap, people have age gaps. People and do, if but like, older, if he's fine. 25, I'm 26. That's like me seeing someone who's like 18, about to turn I know. 19, no, and being it's like, weird. ooh, hard eyes, and at, no. At the ages they presently are in the film, so I just ignore that part. I also just ignore it, because again, it's not explicitly said. You have to like, look it up, which yeah. doesn't make it not true, but it also sort of seems like they're it's, adding it's, information after the fact and I'm like it's not really relevant to it's it. It's information after the fact it's baffling information after yeah. the fact that is a confusing choice for any creator to make so in my heart he is 21 or younger. Also I feel like Rapunzel, I know she says it's going to be her 18th birthday so we know explicitly how old she is but she also feels like she could be like 19 or 20 just like slightly older and Flynn seems younger than 25. He, he does not seem 25. He does not seem 25. These are a lot of gymnastics. Well, okay, but like... But it's not, because <laughs> you had to look up how old he was, and... But like, once you look up how old he was, which took five seconds, then you but know like, that he's I don't... 25, and the first thing he does when he wakes up in the 17-year-old's living room is like is hit on her and make like sexy faces at her and like try and seduce her. The very first thing there isn't any like. I was gonna say something, but it it's not helping him. I was just like <laughs> in his defense, he does that to everyone. <laughs> well, like okay, 
that's what makes him fun, though. Like, I know that when, when Disney's like, we have a new kind of prince, it's revolutionary. It's never really revolutionary. It's no. just like, you're just, you're, you're rolling with the times, whatever. But Flynn was supposed to be like a new model of Disney love interest. It was. Who like, and like the flirting, like, the flirting is fun. You know, like, because at first she's not there for it, and then and then she is, and it becomes more mutual, and it moves from his initial like smarmy, just trying to charm people to get what he wants, into like he genuinely cares for her and is trying to interact with her. Yeah, in a meaningful and way. that personality is in keeping with the roguish thief archetype that they're trying to fit him into, which is a very good archetype. Yes, to fit a male love interest into. Yes, so like, I was happy to see Disney make kind of a flirtatious character like that. I thought it was fun. Plus, because she is so confused by it, she doesn't really get what's happening because she's, she's well, never been outside the tower. I think that ties into the larger Disney movie trend of having a girl meet one and only one guy ever in her life and immediately uh, falling for him and deciding to be with him for the rest of her life. Okay, okay like, but in this instance, who wouldn't fall in <laughs> love like, with like, Flynn Rider? David, like, apparently. <laughs> but, like, but, like, so many of these stories with female protagonists are based off of fairy tales where that does happen because it's supposed to be a fairy tale, a fairy tale like a simple story about... In many cases, true love, sometimes it happens, like, as a side, as a side thing. To the to the main story, but like like, I don't know. It's true. Like, oh, that's the first person you meet. It would be great to see a Disney movie where like the female protagonist like dated multiple men and right. then found one after like working to foster relationships and you know experimenting with different people. But narratively, it is very very pleasing. It is to have to like oh here's how we met. We have a really cute meet cute that's like that's tied up. With this adventure, stole with self discovery, and, and like, and like, it's 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 narratively pleasing, you know. Like they're like, I think it would they're be, meant to find each other. I think it would be more narratively pleasing for me if it wasn't tied up with like years of abuse <laughs> at the hands of her shitty stepmother that like locked her in a tower well, I mean, for it's years. Stepmother just a kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> stepmother, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, like she gets kidnapped, and it's like trapped in this place where she's never met anyone else in her entire life. Um, I mean, like, I... I don't know. Maybe I'm not narratively pleased by it. Well, I can see what you're saying, but also that's like... I don't know. You hear stories about like high school sweethearts, and you think it's sweet that they met someone, and then they still want to be with them, and I don't know. I guess there like, are probably are really pessimistic people who are like but there are plenty other fish in the sea you sure you want to be tied down to this one but they knew that they wanted to be with that person no i think that's cute and like except if, for this movie apparently i think if she was in a high school and had hundreds of other people around her and like a real social life and could like choose for herself that flynn rider is the best out of all of the men that she's met okay then but, yes that but, would be cute <laughs> She also does get reunited with her parents and, like, re-enters society. It's not really re-entering if you were, like, a baby when you were in society. You know, it starts to interact with people. She very easily could have been dating Flynn and then was like, 
this guy sucks, this other palace guard is way better, and I'm going to be with him, but that wouldn't happen because Flynn Rider's so great. Because Flynn Rider's great, and he shapes up his, and he shapes up at the end, but he's still, like, fun and kind of smarmy, and they have fun together because he's not a stick in the mud. And it really is. I was reading the trivia, as I like to do, and they said that, you know, they also tried to market it towards boys by being like, look, Flynn Rider also... Like it has also a personality his story too. It's not just Rapunzel, and um, oh, where was I going with this? Jiminy Cricket. Hold on. Which like we do need to unpack just marketing movies with female protagonists. Yes, to I remember in general. But God, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, got it, got it, got it. It was. I remember thinking when I saw it, and I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it like my cousin owned it after it came out. I don't know. And this is maybe... No, I guess... In in Beauty and the Beast, she gets to, like, talk to Beast frequently. So that... She does live there. But she <laughs> does live just there. Him. But, like, <laughs> I, I was thinking of... Servants. Cinderella, where they have, like, one night at the ball. And it's like, you can still have a really magical night and then be like, I need to find this person again because we really clicked and we hit it off. But you don't get to see them interact that much and like Ariel did get to interact with Eric but she didn't have her voice and so they could communicate but it was like a little bit stifled from how she normally communicates with people and so this was a nice thing where we got to see them regularly interact he had a personality aside from like nice charming prince man and Mm. it was a good personality even though you disagree because he starts off with his his tough exterior because he had a hard childhood and he did what he needed to do to protect himself but then the layers are peeled back <laughs> the layers the layers well he starts going by Eugene again at the end he says even that even though Mandy Moore says Eugene and Eugene. I don't like I don't it. like the way she says it either I know Mandy bugs me but like but like would it, would it, would it, would it, would it, would it change your opinion at all or modify it if you knew there was a 2D animated series on Disney Channel that explores their life after, you know, returning to the palace or whatever. And um, in the first, like, premiere episode that's a little bit longer than other episodes, Flynn proposes to her and she says no and he's like oh i'm sorry that was probably too fast because she just doesn't want to like commit to anything because she's free and she's gonna explore and experience a lot of stuff and he's like yeah that's cool we'll just like revisit this later and they're still like together as a couple but like throughout the series which by the way isn't very good but like that's not my point here they just like have adventures as a couple and i think i think they probably put in some like drama relationship scares or whatever but of course everything is is fine at the end and I like that they get that time to be not quite engaged but in a serious relationship and they still work really well together is the thing like they still give each other what they need beyond how they served each other in the original adventure. And even without the show, I just get I just I just get that picture of them together. Like, yeah, they're good together. They continue 
to be good together they're after good this adventure. Like, God, they're good together. It also, but the animated series bothers me because uh, Rapunzel's parents. Long. Her hair is long. Yes, they bring that back with some magical shenanigans. But I would uh, too. His, her parents don't like him. They just hate him, which is contrary to when they pull him into the hug at the end of the movie, and I don't like it. Again, what's not to like? I know! I, I, can, I can see an initial as a parent being like, you're dating this thief man? Why are you dating a thief man? I think part of it is... Find a nice, respectable, non-thief man. His history but, as a thief. So, like, like, that that makes sense, but if they continue to not like him after... Well, it's his lovable self, then that's dumb. It's tied into a plot where, like, the dad gets overprotective and kind of mother oh, Gothelish, and it's like, God. this is not what this show needed. I have opinions on the on the <laughs> on the two D animated Tangled show. If you are interested in the two D animated <laughs> Tangled show, maybe we should have put a spoilers warning before. Well, we haven't said any spoilers. There are some really bad spoilers. I don't like. I don't like the. I remember, there, I remember I you telling like me about something that bothered you, but I don't remember what it is. Okay, there's a spoiler warning. <laughs> if you are really interested in the Rapunzel 2D animated show, just stop listening Turn here for it a second. Off now. Uh, Cassandra is Cassandra? she's oh, a new character, okay. <laughs> and she becomes Rapunzel's um, like lady in waiting maid friend yeah. person who is then the main character through the through the rest of the show, and she is. Um, She's Mother Gothel's real biological daughter, and she hates Rapunzel because Rapunzel took Mother Gothel's attention away from her. And it's dumb, and I fucking hate it. Um, they said Mother Gothel was hundreds of years old. I so know, it doesn't like make any great, sense. Great, 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 great she steals, And she steals. I found this out like three hours ago, and I've been fuming about it ever <laughs> since. But she steals like a moon gem that gives her like destruction powers. Because it's the opposite of the sunflower, right, you see. Right. Um, and that came from, from Space. no, like the kingdom of the dark or something, which is led by King Edmund, who is Eugene Fitzherbert's biological father, which makes Eugene Fitzherbert a prince in his own right, which is boring and I don't like it. And it's just like, what if we gave him the opposite lineage of the sun people and also his birth name was Horus and that's worse than Eugene and also he already had a fake name in the movie and that was a huge part of his plot so I don't like that he now has three names and it bugs the shit out of me and I'm really mad I'm really mad at the 2D Tangled animated series even though it has really cute animation and they wear a lot of different outfits that I really like I do like when they wear different outfits in animated shows the final season of Kim Possible they stepped up their game and she had different outfits and it's like oh boy (laughs) it's really exciting and it's really pleasing and like if Lynn Rapunzel have this like pirate thing going on in a couple episodes that's and it's, fun yeah it is fun so anyway don't watch the show it's bad <laughs> <laughs> this tangent isn't needed but but the show does expand on the vibes I get from the original movie of Flynn and Rapunzel being good together. They're made for each They're other They're made for each other and accept they it. continued adventure and he always supports whatever she wants to do it's nice of you to be concerned on Rapunzel's behalf that she is just clinging to the first person who's nice to her after years of abuse and that she's younger than Flynn. But they're made for each other. So <laughs> they're made for fun. each other. 
And it's fun. I do fun. I do feel a little bit better knowing that there's a whole series dedicated to exploring their relationship yes. and the two of them still being good together. Okay. I that do does also make me feel a little it's bit better. Also Mandy Moore and Zachary Levi. So like their interactions are like they're cute and they're one of the best parts of the show. I do I know that not a whole lot of things end up with sequels, so I get why it doesn't happen, but I do wish that more Disney things showed couples that were still together instead of like just we got together, we got married. And even That's though we know end. logically that time has passed between those two things, you don't get to see them as a couple. That's why I did like in Frozen 2 when Anna and Kristoff were still together. Because I really I'm like, like that. yeah, we got to see that they were together for like three years. Yes, they're during this and they seem like a solid couple until Anna goes out of character and then I hate it. Yeah, but she does go out of character and yeah, it's like, oh. like it. <laughs> they gave me what I wanted and then they're like but what if we did it poorly? <laughs> I said no, no, do it well. But uh, yeah. That's also why I don't know if you looked up and or watched the Rapunzel and Flynn wedding short, but it's one of my favorite it's random fun. Disney shorts. I, I really like that I short. Not. You would like it because it features Maximus and Pascal for Heavily. most of it, like ninety percent of it. Yeah, and it's just like good old cartoon That's animal like. side effect shenanigans. Yeah, that was also why I liked the the short where it's Anna's birthday. Yeah, and also has the cold because we also I got to see. Kristoff being like nice yeah. supportive boyfriend who's just trying to make this party go smoothly and all these snowman babies are trying to ruin it. <laughs> I really like that because he's set up to fail with the cake. Like you're like, oh Kristoff, you're gonna try your best, but you're gonna, gonna goof because that's it's gonna be funny, but he doesn't. He handles that like a champ. He handles and it. he succeeds and it is very pleasing. It really to is. watch him succeed. Yeah. Yeah. So you should like Flynn Rider. You should like Flynn Rider. I still feel like maybe Rapunzel could do better. Okay, look, Rapunzel's amazing. She's generally perfect. She is like unlike Allie. Pretty amazing. (laughs) Exactly like me. Generally perfect. So like she could have like like. She has good long hair. She gets cut off. She has good short hair. God, her short hair is so cute. I love her short hair. She she's she's she's. She could have anyone, and that person probably wouldn't deserve her. Flynn Rider is as close to deserving her as I think a man can get. <laughs> She's right, though. I don't like to side with Hallie on things, yeah, this is, but this is... Flynn Rider, you just I agree. Think, I mean, I think part of it, though, is like, Every other man in the universe is some sort of like seven foot tall, ugly thug. Okay, I do, I do dis. I mean, like yeah, there, I, there is, there isn't anyone else like Flynn Rider in Tangled. Like there, there's no, there's no. I don't want to say like competition. There's That's no. That's not really. Right, I know, but like, I I read an essay once in college that bummed me out. That pointed <laughs> out that like. Any other character in a Disney movie like that where there's a male love interest is like an animal or just not otherwise someone who, she, who who could be a feasible alternative. And I was like, oh, I guess you're right. Like Ariel only has her dad and Flounder and Sebastian and Scuttle, which are all like great support systems, but they're a crab and a bird and a fish. So like, she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't have, it's not like watching 
it's not like watching a female protagonist see choices and then and then make one based on like right. actual attraction to one person over another. So I get it, and I think that, and I think and I don't, that, like, I don't know that I'm like advocating for like a love triangle either. No, not or, like, a love a, triangle. Or like a Twilight like, situation where we've got like you know Edward and Jacob, and no, like no, who no. is she gonna choose? Like I, I don't know that that's necessarily what I'm advocating. I, for but either. I get I get what you're saying. Like I yeah. kind like I kind of wish sometimes especially in animated movies characters weren't coded so strongly as like whatever the role they're pegged into is right although i do really love all the all the snuggly duckling thug thug. they're pretty great they're pretty great although i always feel really bad when i talk to that one guy and they're like let's not even mention my complexion i'm like yeah no big nose like they're just he's not that no No, he looks fine i have gotten more uncomfortable with all the ugly jokes as i have aged in the right yeah i don't like when you're younger you're just sort of like haha but Um, i don't know i'm like (laughs) it's mean and i don't like it so that's it it feeds into that why i think character design should be more of a like he does he finds love and i'm so happy for him and that's so wonderful that's all he wanted that's all he wanted yeah so i i get what you're saying but i just i just think that like it's also important to have a fun romance between two (laughs) characters in a movie like tangled also you don't like Flynn, but I was thinking as I watched, because I think I already knew it. I think I was watching when you told me he didn't like Flynn Rider. Like, I don't okay. think I'd finished the movie. And he could have easily, when he was dying, have waited for Rapunzel to save him and then cut her hair. But he was like, no, I gotta do this right now. The time is now. Who cares if I die in the process? And he set her free. It's true. Because he didn't, it's, I like that scene because it's not like, like, of course it's, you know, we all know he's going to be fine because that's the kind of movie Tangled is. But it's not like when a character goes into some sort of high stakes climactic plan with a low chance of success, but where it's like an action-y movie, you know, like he, like from Flynn's perspective, he didn't have a chance of success for him because he didn't know Rapunzel could cry and also have magic that way. So like, you know. It's not just I'm risking my life, it's I'm ending it right now yeah. for for Rapunzel because this is how it's gotta be. And it's, I like it. It's really I don't nice. wanna say that's nice because like, it's no, nice. Right. It's no, but like, like, but like, <laughs> and then people are like, God, her haircut sucks. And first, they're wrong. It's really cute. It and cute second, haircut. like, prefer her long hair, but like, let's, it's a good you haircut. You can prefer her long hair and still know that her short hair looks nice. Yeah. And he wasn't concerned about how it would look when he did it, you know? Right. He was just trying to... It looks, like, surprisingly good, considering that he slices it with a piece of mirror. Because, right. animated, because but, animated movie. But, yeah. like, yeah. I've tried to style my hair like Rapunzel. It doesn't fucking work, and I'm really mad about it. It's, uh... It's... I don't know. It's just... And again, I don't want to say, it's nice that he gave up his life <laughs> It's nice for that her. he died for her. Love <laughs> it. But... But it, it makes when, sense when he it. knew that Rapunzel could have saved him, or could have at least tried, and he could have had like a fighting chance to at least feel better and not have this be like his dying thing. But his most important plan of action at that moment was making her safe. It's a heroic moment. It is. It is. I agree with that. And you still hate him. I don't hate him. I <laughs> do. I don't hate him. I just. I but thought, but you don't I think like. She can do better. But you don't like the line. Um, 
Have I told you I've got a thing for brunettes? I don't like that one. God. But like, okay, so listen, this is gonna sound <laughs> shallow, but if I had long, gorgeous, voluminous, golden blonde hair and it was suddenly cut and it was like brown. Brown is not a worse color than blonde. Like we all, like we all know On this. some people it is. <laughs> By some people I mean me. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm saying I had brown hair and it was bad. But it is a change. So I don't know. It, it is a change. Feels, it feels like a cute compliment to her, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a cute compliment to her that is like a callback to his smarmy, flirty personality. And he doesn't like, I don't know, his smarmy flirty isn't like, it's, not, flirty. Creepy it's, like, it's it. not creepy and it's not like like, you look so much better as a brunette. Your blonde hair sucks. It's like, just, like, a cute, like, <laughs> you're a brunette now. Yeah, like, it was just a nice little I'm thing. Alive, so I'm going to be a fun we're gonna person. We're going to break this tension yeah, for we're gonna, a moment. We're going to lighten it up. It's 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 nice. It's a nice line. <laughs> it's a nice and line. And I don't understand why you don't like it. Also, it, I, if someone I was interested in said that they preferred the hair color I have, again, it doesn't matter. They should like you for you. Right. But if someone was like, I do like people with blonde hair, and I'm like, that's me. Got that. <laughs> it's like cute. It's, it's like, like people like being complimented, for right? God's sake. God. God. <laughs> you made us upset, David. Yeah. I don't know. Flynn. Just some dude. Okay, so he is just some dude, but like he's a really good dude. I mean, part, okay, so part of his charm and why I'm so mad that the 2D animated series, <laughs> spoiler alert, made him a prince, is because it's so appealing that he's just a guy who didn't really like who he was and then kind of adopted a different persona and then discovered through a relationship with another person he came to care about Maybe my original persona isn't so bad. Maybe I can just be myself and not have to worry about putting up a front at all times. That's nice. That is and nice. it's nice that he's just a normal Joe who's gonna who's gonna like be, if not king consort, like a high ranking royal person, I don't know, in the in the castle when they get married or whatever. And like that's just that's just nice. That's well, what nice. about that he's just a guy. So what about comparing him to, like, Aladdin, though? Yeah, they're both thieves with hearts of gold. Yeah. I don't... What's the problem? <laughs> I, like Aladdin, I like Aladdin so much more. I Why? can't weigh in on this too much because I have seen Aladdin, but I was maybe, like, nine or eight. So it has been yeah. many, many moons since I've seen Aladdin. Should we watch Aladdin? I should we watch Aladdin? Well, I, I probably I mean, I haven't seen Aladdin God. in a long time either. But I remember I don't know, remember... maybe if you watched it I'd be like, hmm, kinda smarmy. <laughs> okay, well, I don't remember so anything smarmy about Aladdin. Aladdin does have the advantage though of being the actual protagonist of his own film. Yes. Yeah. I mean So he gets more time he, and Flint Rider like advantage. basically splits time with I was reading that they, the original name of the film was going to be Rapunzel, and for marketing reasons, yeah, also to appeal I to know. young boys, mm-hmm. but they changed it to Tangled, and people were upset about that. It's not bad. And, it's not great. It's bad. Those but are the words Flynn Rider also does basically split screen time with Rapunzel. I mean, yeah, he does. And they and I think I read somewhere, too, that like when they were trying to write the opening, they didn't 
it was like a traditional once upon a time, and then they didn't want that. They wanted to do a more fun intro. So they had it be Flynn because they were like, Flynn's a fun character and he'll have a, a fun time narrating. But they also wanted to make it clear, like, this isn't Flynn's story, though. So they had to have him say the words, this isn't my story in the beginning narration, which works. But he is still giving the beginning narration and framing it through his own, like, this is the story of how I died. Which so I also thought was fun because yeah. I had completely forgotten that by the time he did die. And I was like, Wow. He, he didn't lie to us. He did. No, they he did started die. this movie saying he would die. He was dead for at least a few seconds. Yeah. I'll say like at least 20 seconds. It, like, <laughs> 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Without Flynn Rider. What a sad 20 seconds they were. Seconds. Yeah. I, okay, just going back to Flynn Rider real All quick. Right. Because, again, it was like he was a character created by putting a bunch of women together <laughs> and being like, what do you like about men? Tell us. And I just, I feel like you should ask the women in your life how they feel about Flynn Rider and see if it's a universal thing and you're just the like one person this. who's like, nah. I texted another friend who, who told me, and I quote, as soon as I get my phone out. Your flip phone? My flip phone. Ha ha, there are no hot Disney guys. What? So... There absolutely are. Yeah, there are so many. One, among just like the lead men, but then two, I texted Sally. I was like, Rapunzel's dad is a hotter Disney. I was going to say hot tiger. You're like, hot tiger. No, but like, even, even... Going outside of, like, the main characters, I texted Hallie, like, Rapunzel's dad is a hotter Disney dad than King Triton. And you were like, yes. <laughs> I agree with that. Another reason I was mad about Eugene's dick. Spoiler: <laughs> 2D animated series is that he's not a hot dad. I was like, come on, Disney. Wait, what does he look like? Hey, Disney, come on. Come I on. I can't make pictures saved. No, but... Hot Tiger, great. Flynn Rider, great. Tadashi, great. Right, he's fine. I think Tadashi is more attractive than Flynn Rider. Tadashi. Wrong, but fine. That's very wrong. I don't even know what movie Tadashi is from, but. Big Hero 6. Okay. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why. I know it's probably to make him look evil. But he has bags under his eyes. Is he not sleeping well? He's tired. He's got a destructive moon orb that he has to deal with in the kingdom of the dark. <laughs> also, you know what, what helps Flynn Rider? He does not need any additional help. But I pointed out to Hallie that when... <laughs> God! When they're in the town square and then he gets all those girls to braid Rapunzel's hair and then he sees her standing there and he like, or he's smiling and then Pascal and Maximus both sort of smirk at him and they're like, uh And then he like punches Maximus and furrows his brow but like is still smiling. He looks like Adam Scott there. And again, Adam Scott as Ben in Parks and Rec is another just like universally loved male character. That's a fact. It's. I've never seen Parks and Rec. He's a good bean. Ben from Parks and Rec. Ben from Parks and Rec is what (laughs) we should all aspire to have. Well, listeners likely will, though. 
They will. Yeah, they'll, they'll, know. they'll know. And, and know. if you haven't listened to Quest Friends, the other podcast I'm on, my roleplay character is based off of Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec. His name is Hopper Scotch. No, and you not. should listen to Quest Friends. I know his name. If you feel like listening to an actual play podcast. Yeah. Wait, back to Aladdin. Why do you like <laughs> Aladdin more than Flynn? Like, what's, what's Aladdin got that Flynn doesn't? I think... I think Aladdin is more attractive. All right. And I think... I think... His... His heart feels more golden to me for some reason. I don't know. I think... And it might just be that, like, Flynn is a little bit... Like, I do find him a little bit smarmy. And there's none of that. There's none of that with Aladdin. Yes, no disrespect to Aladdin, because I like Aladdin, but also... He lied to Jasmine about being a prince and all these other things, and Eugene Flynn Rider did not lie to Rapunzel. And even when she gave him the crown, he was like, it's fine, and set it aside, and meant it. But Aladdin was like, yes, I am a prince man. That's me. He's a little bit in over his head, and like, you know... Well, he, I mean, because... He's doing what he has to do to, like, get into her world to talk to her, I think it's... I've always kind of, like, been on his side, but then I got a little bit older, and I was like, oh, he does have a chance to tell Jasmine, like, later, once he's in the door, and she's like, you look familiar, and she's clearly angling, like, are you the boy from the marketplace? And he's just like, sometimes I do that to escape the pressures of royal life. You just told the truth there, man. So then I got older, examined some internalized... I don't want to say misogyny or you side with the man over that's misogyny i sided <laughs> with aladdin because he was the protagonist and i was like oh i can see jasmine's side and maybe that should be made a bigger deal i don't know where i was going with this but he does he does he does get an over his head and then he and then he he goofs but like he's also a protagonist and you have to you have to you have to goof when you're a protagonist you gotta make a mistake and like half the movies you're the you gotta, protagonist and, you and you're in over your head that's just how it be this sometimes. Galileo. <laughs> Galileo. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're similar. I don't know that I necessarily prefer one over the other. I gotta rewatch Aladdin. I don't like that that one reviewer said that Rapunzel was bland. One, neither of them are. But two, I'm just... It feels like you can't when, like, maybe Flynn was too, like, not evil. He's not evil at all, but, I don't know, they tried to lean, nice, tried to lean too hard into his, like, thievingness that it seemed one-dimensional, and then she just seemed like a good, kind-hearted person, and they balance each other out. But I feel like so often you have characters who are just nice, good people, and people think that that's, like, bland. Yeah, I know. It's Especially... like, you can have a person who is nice and good, and they are bland, but because you are nice and good, you are not inherently bland. I cannot imagine not being charmed by Rapunzel. Like, I think especially female characters. Yes. Because, you know, you want to you wanna balance the fact that female characters tend to be put in the nice roles, as opposed to, like, being allowed to be human with a wide range of sometimes negative emotions. But, like... I also feel like we tend to overbalance 
and then decide that a female character isn't good if she is nice and feminine sometimes. Like, I hate criticisms of Snow White. Snow White's great. Like, I mean, I know she's from the 30s, and there's some, like, 30s stuff in that movie, but Snow White's also just, like, I don't know. She's so nice and sweet, and those are good things. I don't know and if I've I ever just... seen Snow White. I think Young Me didn't probably again was like she's too girly of a princess yeah, and I don't know plus I mean, everyone has like their favorite princess and mine was Belle yeah and so any other princess I was like fine you're no Belle though so well there's it. a scene there's a scene where like you know, the hunter is gonna kill her in the forest and she runs away and there's like a whole like mini horror sequence yeah. and it's very scary and she like breaks down on the forest floor and cries and then all the little forest animals come out and then she realizes that like Oh, it's not as scary as it was. She was just caught up in the moment. And um, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I scare all of you? Did I make such a fuss? And, like, someone just tried to murder her in the middle of the woods. And she's worried about making these little animals uncomfortable. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, man, you're a badass, Snow White. That's awesome. She's a badass. So, like, so I feel like Rapunzel, you know, like, that's, that's, she's nice and sweet. And those are good things. And, like. Man, I don't know. I just, I don't Rapunzel's know. great, and Rapunzel's I, I think great. that your point is good for reasons that are relevant to what I just said about Snow White. It's I don't. So and she I, has so many interests too. It's so like many. like she's she can play an array of musical instruments. She's good at painting. She likes to read. She likes to bake. She, she charted the crafts. stars. Yeah, she charted the um, stars. She does cool lasso things with her hair and mm-hmm. has like. Adventures. She's great with a frying pan. Like, great with a frying pan. I, I just, I think she, I think she's yeah. like a well-rounded character who does stuff and has fun. And I did, I did like that that opening song where she's listing all the things that she does with her dad. That's one that's, of my favorite. That's the song I said was my favorite on yeah. the quiz. I really like this soundtrack because the opening song "I Have a Dream" and Mother Gothel's song I listen to with frequency. It's on my Disney playlist and they're just some of the best ones i really love mother gothel's song mother so Gothel i'm kind of surprised really i didn't pick that one and it's her, like one of the best villain songs for sure the reprise is one of the best villain yes. reprises love a good reprise yes. and i just love that one rapunzel knows best yeah it's, it's so it's fun <laughs> like it's great because you expect her to be mad and then she like smiles and, you're and like, it's oh god way oh worse. god yeah it is yeah. yeah, I think her song is the one that like stuck with me most from the movie. Like, I don't know. She's she's a really good villain because she's just such a terrible person. Yeah, she's the worst. And just really bad. I I was a little bit curious as to what her goal was with staying young forever. Like, it's not like she's out like surfing every day or chasing Some lovers. Some people just like that's what I want good time. to be for. <laughs> yeah. Surfing. She just wanted to stay young for its own end, which is fine. But I was kind of hoping there would be like the beauty industry this day, these days. Yeah, just likes to blame women for having the audacity to age. Yeah, and she's fighting against it by kidnapping a child. (laughs) (laughs) Women power. I will say, however, local dermatologist (laughs) hater. I will say though, hazelnut and parsnip soup. It sounds, sounds so good. good. I looked up a recipe for that once, but I wasn't impressed with it. Maybe I would be now. Let me. Maybe it... she just wants to stay young because there's so many delicious things to cook in the world. 
And she won't Maybe. be satisfied until she tries them all. I, if you want a good parsnip soup recipe, make Jamie Oliver's parsnip soup from his Ultimate Veg Cookbook. That is top notch. I wonder if you just like throw some hazelnuts in there, how that would work out, and then I could pretend to be Rapunzel. Yeah, I feel like you like roast them. Yeah. And, like, Toast them, roast them, do something yeah. with them. It's but a just creepy love parsnips. Yeah. I enjoy nutty things. Probably would enjoy hazelnut soup. I think it sounds delicious. Yeah, I think it looks yeah. kind of underwhelming. Let me see. Well, this one at least. Well, let me see. I don't know. I can't tell, like, what's in it. They are showing you pictures. I know, but, like... Don't they have, like, one of those jump to recipe things? <laughs> jump to recipe. recipe. Like... That's a lot of scrolling. Yeah. Continue to... Yeah, I want to continue to content. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, it sounds good. Anything with thyme and rosemary. I'm sad. Okay, we're going to list out what is in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it has an acorn squash, olive oil, butter, one leek, shallots, parsnips. I feel a little bit weird about the parsnips being like halfway down the list for a parsnip soup, but I know they usually do things like in the order, whatever. Um, hazelnuts, vegetable broth, whole milk, thyme, rosemary, and then salt and pepper. Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. We'll, eh. uh, I'll make Hallie post the recipe. Yeah. On oh, Twitter. That's fine. I'll save this and post it. Yeah. I can in case you're interested in some. In case you're interested in making this, what I think sounds like an underwhelming soup really selling it <laughs> this person's gonna see that a link to her recipe was tweeted or shared or whatever and she'll be like oh how exciting and then you'll be like it's underwhelming no well i don't like okay the recipe is like well done or whatever but like looking at the ingredients i'm like i don't really want to eat any of these things so it's not the recipe's fault it's just it's 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 not my fault <laughs> it's my fault i don't want anything in all of the things that go in it sound good change whole milk to a non-dairy milk but that's just me anyway mother gothel mother gothel she probably wants to stay young to eat those things more although i did wonder and i i don't know if i'm just being that person who like was looking for something i'm not looking for something to get annoyed at i love tangled rapunzel's one of my favorite princesses but it's kind of like how in the princess diaries i said that like Mia's curly hair was bad and then it looked better when she straightened it. I'm like, is it supposed to be, again, the same thing of like Rapunzel, oh, straight hair, good person, Mother Gothel, curly hair, yeah. bad person. And I, I don't know. And for a long time I wasn't aware of that because I have straight hair. And so when, I never had someone be like, wow, your straight hair looks horrible. It's like a movie or something. But it got me thinking that 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 was a thing for a while. And people had all these different examples of movies and shows where they're like, hmm, not great. Mm. And I thought, oof, is this one of those? Or my guess was that they were simply just trying to show how unlike Rapunzel she is. It's just like an initial cue right off the bat. Just like designed it to be opposites. Yeah. I think that's it. I hope so. It could be. I hope so. Curly hair is beautiful. It's lovely. I agree. Also, she gets murdered by the chameleon. Yay! Yeah. 
justice because she kicked Pascal, and she I was upset about hard. that. Yeah. She kicked him pretty he hard. And so he said, oh, oh. It's nice It's nice to see, not that, like, the classic animal companions don't have agency or anything, because they frequently do things that help people out and affect mm-hmm. the plot, but this this took it a little bit. Like, this was a step, yeah. a, a, another step in affecting the plot. Yeah. I also like that it was kind of dark. I think when I first saw it, I was like, oh my god. She fell to her death. But then if you, like, notice, she's already dead midair. She's, like, dust at I mean, that a point. Lot of, and then when her cloak hits. Disney villains fall off their death, though. Yeah, but it's never, like... I guess it is more on screen than other deaths. Did I tell you how I never noticed for years in Tarzan... Oh, that he hangs himself with the vines? Like, it's definitely implied, and I knew that that's what happened, but at some point the lightning flashes, and you see the silhouette of him hanging, and I was like, oh my god, that's dark. It's It's great, but it's dark. Like a really good show. And this was only, (laughs) like, I don't know, three or four years ago that I noticed it, and I think someone had to point it out to me. I don't think I saw it. Real fast. um, Yeah, it's really fast, but because I had not known that that was there, you know... Gaston, doesn't he fall to his death? He right? Sure he does. falls off. And then Clayton falls and all these other things. But then I feel like Scar. they started to think Oh, that's true. Scar. Scar. Well, well Scar gets eaten. Doesn't he fall and then get eaten? Yeah, but the, but like the falling doesn't kill him. Or does getting it? eaten kills him. Because they pan they pan up as the hyenas are closing in on him and mm. he's trying to like that's rough. But there's still connive some his way out. Still but that's but he's fine after the fall. It's not the cause of death. He's not like that fine. So he's anyway, like, fine. He's, they, they like implied eaten by hyenas <laughs> is the cause of death. Anyway, they implied all these deaths, and then I feel like as it progressed, they started to be like, let's maybe not have them die, and like Hans goes back to the oh yeah, he just gets like arrested or whatever, whatever, and then he we see him like shoveling manure or something. Yeah. And we're like, ha ha, got your comeuppance. That's not the right term for here, but... No, that's right. Comeuppance, that's, that's an I accurate... I thought the fact that it was like, but if he gets his comeuppance, isn't he seeking revenge on someone else instead of... I don't know. Anyway. Um, and so I did think it was kind of darker that we actually like saw the cloak hit the ground. We saw her falling. It wasn't just this implied... She falls, and then we don't see her land, a la Clayton. Come up it's... and... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Continue. <laughs> I don't know. You just see her hit the ground. And she's already dead at that point. You're not, like, seeing her die, but... I don't know. I saw it in 2010, 2011, and thought, oof, Disney, getting dark. Yeah. And there's, like... You know, Flynn gets stabbed, and there's, like, blood. Yeah. actual... This is the first one that was rated PG instead of just G. Was it really? Yeah. Huh. Okay, comeuppance. Comeuppance. Uh, punishment or fate that someone deserves. Ha ha! So I can't believe that I helped you realize you were correct, but you did use it correctly. Although comeuppance does sound like a fake word that someone said on the fly when they couldn't <laughs> think of the right one. I first heard it on Zoe 101 and was like, can I trust Zoe 101 Zoe to be telling me the <laughs> real <laughs> word and to be using it correctly? Zoe 101. Bless Zoe 101. God. Great show. Go to PCA. Who didn't want to go to PCA you know, after watching You're that? right. The only other thing I wanted to mention about this movie is, like, that scene 
where Rapunzel first leaves the tower with Flynn, and she's torn between running around like crazy and being yeah. like, "This is the best day of my life," and then crying because daughter. she feels horrible. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> yeah, it's relatable. I really like that montage because it serves to like move them away from the tower. They're clearly traveling, but and and it also, I don't know. It's like a really effective way to move the plot forward, but yeah. also show character. The writing nerd in me likes that part. The part that's happy to watch something is like, oh, Rapunzel. The capricious person in me is like. Yeah, I too cannot make a decision about things. I, I also regret so, every decision I ever make regardless yeah. of what it is. And turning the exact thing that was at first like a pro then into a con where she's like, what? She doesn't, the one thing that she doesn't know won't kill her. And then she's like, this would kill her. I'm bouncing back and forth in, in rapid succession. Annoying everybody you're with. That's fun. That's a Another, fun side effect. Isn't that also a reprise too when she's like, I really, really like that part. That, like um, just the the words there and the the way the music sounds. I think it. Yeah, because that's when my life begins. Yeah, but it's like it's not quite a reprise because it does because only the end is the same as the song she's already sung. I don't know. You could find you could find a music nerd on uh, YouTube to analyze that one. But I think it's technically a reprise. I'm calling it one. What does what does the soundtrack say? Mm-hmm. It might just call it reprise. I like Kingdom Dance a lot on the soundtrack. Is that when they're like dancing in the kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> Once her hair is braided and yeah. and they do the thing a la What did we just watch? Pride and Prejudice, where you have and people touch. people dancing and they both like keep looking at each other and then they get closer at the end and they didn't quite do that in Pride and Prejudice but like again a formal <laughs> dance where people use that as a way mm-hmm. to communicate it's and true. flirt and it's fun I don't know I, I really do like the classic I See the Light song but to me it does not compare to Mother Knows Best No, When Will My Life Begin it's like a and I've song. Got a Dream and I like it a lot I remember sitting in the theater and like it's kind of an off song in the sense that they're not singing it in the moment it's like in her head while she's experiencing the lanterns you know but then they like swap the lantern and then he starts singing not in the moment but like I remember my friends and I went (gasps) we touched our hearts when it happened and we were with one male friend who just like put his head in his hands (laughs) at that point in time but then they both start singing it out loud in the moment when they exchange the little lanterns and it's nice it's a nice moment yeah when he pulls out the lanterns when they're on the yeah. boat spoon there's also like a spoon god I'm gonna have to ask Emily for the video but there's like some video where it's like watching Disney movies as an adult and it's someone just crying on the couch going Rapunzel the lanterns are for you <laughs> And that's really nice. <laughs> Good little summary right there. There we go. And that's really nice. Yeah. What else should we talk about? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Is there anything else? I feel like there is, and I'm just not thinking of it. 
I do like how Mother Gothel screws over the twins. That's too. fun. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Because she gets what she wants and still gets to hurt others. <laughs> it's also what she wants. That's it's, what it's she also, lives for. It's like a particularly chilling plan to you because like she's banking on her ability to stop them from kidnapping Rapunzel. So yeah. it's so so like she doesn't actually care about Rapunzel's safety oh. in that plan. I think it's it also very easily. I can't remember because it's been ten years, but I think maybe when I first saw it, and I should have seen it coming because obviously she wants Rapunzel to be with her because she wants her magic hair. But I think maybe I expected her to just be mad and to therefore want to punish Rapunzel, and so I hadn't seen it coming when she saved Rapunzel by like, you know, knowing that she was going to interrupt their kidnapping. And made herself the good guy. I was like, oh, oh, look at that. Love a good little bit of psychological manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a word I said normally. (laughs) I think think when I first saw it, I didn't love that she she being Rapunzel um, remembered being the princess as a baby. She has the whole scene where she's like, oh, I've been drawing the suns all yeah. along and then well, it flashes that... back to the mobile and stuff. As a, like, now I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's fun. I don't know. I, was it just like a psychic vision that tells her she's a princess? I wasn't quite sure that I understood what I, was just think, I think it's also I think it's scene. a memory. Yeah. It's the crown. It's seeing it on. And I think it's, you know, she saw the little mosaic of her as a baby when she was mm-hmm. in the town square. And I right. think it just sort of all the pieces clicked at once. Because and like the lights always being on her birthday. She had the... I, I really like that she's been drawing the suns the whole time. See, like, that's a I detail like it, that I really like. I like it now when I first saw it, though. I was annoyed by it because I'm like, yeah, we see that she's painting, but we don't see any moment of a design that she has done where once we go back and revisit it, we see that the sun was there the whole time. And so it bothered me that they're like, oh, by the way, she has been doing this the whole time. I'm like, okay, you didn't tell us that, though. I like it now because it shows that, again, she has been doing it, so it's always, like, been there inside of her, even when she didn't realize it. But... I'm still a little bit salty that they're like, oh, yeah, it's totally... All the time, she's been doing those suns. Probably would have been, like, a little bit stronger. Because she paints, at the beginning, she paints herself watching the lanterns. If we saw a sun somewhere in that picture that we also saw her paint, I suppose. And then even when they did show them, it was, like, really far up on the ceiling. They showed some of them up close. They just, they they then showed, like, a lot of them at once. I want to see them slowly. Just slow down the movie. This is all happening very fast for Rapunzel. She's having an epiphany. You can't have her epiphany. They have to cater be to me. You. <laughs> the only person who matters. Hook and thug. <laughs> me, hook and thug. <laughs> Can you imagine if Clarice Rinaldi took the Rapunzel quiz and ended up with hook and thug? She'd be like, do like music. <laughs> she sings in the second one. Ergo, it's good. 
So. Okay. Beth would also get <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both need to use it. That doesn't mean they were the piano. Correct responses. I just don't know what I did <laughs> to get that. Aside from answering it, bring up the quiz again so I can I can do we can do this as not part of this just later that doesn't have to go in the recording. We'll do it later, but I'm perplexed. My friends would say that I'm I did put talented. Maybe that's <laughs> something. Would your there. friends say that about you? People were very pleased with my cat drawing. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I meant to turn it off and I just hit a volume button or something. I don't even know. But I think that's because he's a talented piano player. I don't know. I don't like when people are like, how would your friends describe you? I'm like, I don't know what right, like, ask them. of me. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I'm still like, oh, God. People can just, like, think of me outside of seeing, <laughs> seeing me. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like existing. <laughs> existing outside of, like, my being my in this thought. moment. I don't want to be perceived. What was your favorite song? Yeah. I think it was... I think it was Mother Knows Best. I had... I had a hard time... I was thinking about the music as I was writing the outline, and it, that was like one of the few songs that I remembered. Okay. Whereas like, there's some songs from like Moana that still get stuck in my head. We watched that like a year ago. We it's, did. It's been like, a while. I, I don't know. The music just didn't. It didn't click for me in the same way that like some of the other, you know. There, there's. It doesn't have like a big song like Frozen. It doesn't have like. I don't know memorable songs for me like like Moana did David did okay but I don't know it, it wasn't it wasn't bad it's just like I don't think like I could, I could hum a line from any of them you don't think you could what? hum a line oh I thought you said hum online <laughs> I'm like what does it mean to hum online yeah but I did. I did like the the opening song, which again I can't remember. But she talks about all of her hobbies. Life again. It's funny. Seven a.m. The usual morning lineup. Yeah. Obviously, other people <laughs> have a better memory for the songs than I do. Again, it's like seven fifteen. I mean, Tangled just, it wasn't my favorite of the Disney movies that we've watched. Which is fine. It's wrong, but it's fine. I'm still just, I don't, I, I, just, I don't understand you not liking Flynn Rider. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem that we're just going to have. Like, like, like Titanic being a six. That's just, a, <laughs> this is just a problem now. Yeah, that's all right. I can... I can live with that. You're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Did we pick what movie we're watching next? We did. In I the... don't remember. <laughs> it was your suggestion. Yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. 
Now I know. Okay. For next time. I'm just going to use that as our segue. <laughs> In all the storied history of India, from the construction of the Taj Mahal to Mahatma Gandhi to the present day, there has never once been a dog with a million bucks. However, that will shortly change as the popular game show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is adapted to Indian audiences who love nothing more than animals winning cash. People from across the nation bring their pets to New Delhi where their knowledge of pop culture is tested in the gauntlets of qualifying rounds to determine which among them will compete on the show before the nation. In the end, it is Frisky, a scruffy dog with a heart of gold from the streets of Calcutta, who ends up on top and will test his knowledge for the ultimate prize. That's right, for next time we're watching Slumdog Millionaire, a movie about game shows and the lovable animals who play them. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen this one, so I can't I wait. I have seen Some Dog Millionaire, but I was younger, and I think my biggest thought was Dev Patel. <laughs> Just <laughs> Dev, Dev Patel. Patel. Like, I'm sure... It would be weird if you saw it when you were older. Continue. <laughs> what? You said you saw it when you were younger. Ha ha. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but... But I don't remember any of the plot. And I remember there being like, ah, How who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> and then there's like problems. But I'm like, he's on a game show. It's fine. How could you forget Frisky? <laughs> I don't know. I think I didn't. I wonder if I just missed, like, one semi-essential bit of information and <laughs> didn't bother to try to piece it together after that. I was just like, I'm lost. Damn it, Patel. problems happening. <laughs> Did you know that sometimes in movies they have problems? <laughs> like, rising tension. It's a thing plots That's do. A- I'm usually really astute it. observation. <laughs> but... I haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, I have to blow my nose. So we oh. have to stop. <laughs> I remember when it was a really big deal. So I'm excited to finally see it. I'm going to go blow my nose. I'm signing off now. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. That's the end. That's the end. <laughs> Goodbye, Hallie. Goodbye. Goodbye, Kristen. Just.